Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 19, verse 12. And he said, therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. He called ten servants of his, and he gave them ten mina coins, and told them, Conduct business until I come. But his citizens hated him, and sent an envoy after him, saying, We don't want this man to reign over us. When he came back again, having received the kingdom, he commanded these servants, to whom he had given the money, to be called to him, that he might know what they had gained by conducting business. Now Jesus herein proceeds to tell a story to make his point, as he often did. His presentation and its elements are quite simple. The nobleman in this story, the boss if you will, was leaving for a while to acquire a new kingdom, but he was indeed returning. Before he left, he invested himself in those who were in his service. Now please notice what they were told to do. He says, do business until I come. Conduct business until I come back. Do business? Wow, is there any ambiguity here? Is it not clear what he is insinuating? Yet sadly, the rule over those who lived in this present kingdom was denied by those who lived there and experienced the blessings of the master's care. They said, hey, we won't have this man to reign over us. And it would be the same thing, the same men, I guess, who just, well, in a few days from that point, would stand before Jesus saying these same words as he bled at the side of Pilate. Upon his return, the master checked in with his crew now to find out how well the gang had done while he was gone. Each individual was called in one at a time in turn to report on what they had done with what he gave them. Now, please note a couple of things here. One, they met with the master one-on-one. No corporate reviews, no group passes. Secondly, everything that they started with He gave them. They brought nothing to the table, meaning without his gifting, they would have had nothing ever. Verse 16 says, The first came before him, saying, Lord, your mind has made ten more minas. And he said to him, Well done, you good servant, because you were found faithful. With very little, you shall have authority over ten cities. Now, this first individual, he had good news uh, for the master in that he was able to report that he had taken the master's investment and used it to acquire a tenfold gain. Now, again, please note the language that's carefully presented here. He says, master or Lord. He says, your gift or your mina. He says, has earned or has made. So what do we gather? Look, he's the master, it's his stuff and it earned. You see, this man was blessed to have been a part of what in time we all find out is a sure bet. And he apparently played the market very well. I mean, why not? It was a blessed gift. And it would only pay off when used. For his faithful attention to the master's investment, he was rewarded with authority. Now, I assure you, faithful attention to God's stuff is the only way one is ever going to be given authority in the master's kingdom. How many of us today are seeking position and power, but we want it for our own glory and our own advancement instead of for the master's? 
How many of us seek such position and power but without being faithful with what God has already given us? Neither of these scenarios will ultimately come to any fruition. So many believers have today found the joy of the Lord to be, well, an elusive commodity. Indeed, they believe as they should, quote unquote. But yes, such a state of being uh, has been found to be out of their reach. Joy is out of their reach. I have found over and over in such cases that the problem did not lie in the lack of equal offerings, albeit that may be a fact, but rather it is in our refusal to make good on what he has been, what we've been given. And we all have indeed been given something. Verse 18 says, the second came saying, your mina Lord has made five minas. So he said to him, and you are to be over five cities. It is true that the master does not give the same amount of gifting to each of his servants, both then and now. But obviously it makes no difference for the master still expects, yes, please note the word, expects a return on his investment. This individual, he turned a five-fold profit and he was given the authority comparable to that effort. He was now trusted with the oversight of others. He was trusted now with the administration of his master's holdings. In other words, this guy gets to help run the company. Verse 20, And another came, saying, Lord, behold your mina, which I have laid away in a handkerchief. For I feared you, because you are an exacting man. You took up that which you did not lay down, and reaped that which you did not sow. So now comes the third individual of our trio of servants. But this story is very different this time because this individual failed to do anything with what the master had given him. In fact, I believe the old King James says he buried it. He acted instead out of fear, which meant he stuck his gift under the mattress and he never told a soul. You see, the reasons for our lack of service to God, they are numerous, but they are all equally lame. Oh, we claim we're too busy or we're too old or we're too young or we have other obligations. Sometimes we even shamefully attempt to spiritualize our excuses, and I've seen this. We spiritualize it with claims of being a, a prayer warrior in the body of Christ, or I'm a financial giver, as if <laughs> these things excluded us from dirtying our hands in service. We're, we're the white-collar servant of God. Look, to be one who prays for the work or financially supports the work does not make one a worker. These acts are something we all are called upon to participate in outside of the exercise of our gifts and service. We are expected to utilize the special and unique investment gifting that God has bestowed upon us individually. Verse 22, and he said to him, out of your own mouth I will judge you, you wicked servant. You knew that I am an exacting man, taking up that which I didn't lay down, and reaping that which I didn't sow. Then why didn't you deposit my money in the bank, and at my coming I might have earned interest on it? This man here, he condemned himself. If he had really feared the master, he would have done something, anything actually, to increase the money. Even putting the money in the bank would have yielded at least some interest. Now please notice the poor way it was handled and how that was actually judged by the master. 
This man did not use what was given him for the glory of the master and would now lose all of that blessing at the hands of that same master. He would now be judged for his failure to use the blessings that had been given to him. No, it was not forgotten by the master. It was not overlooked by the master. Rather, it was judged by the master. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com. Thank you.